It's about time for another episode of Manifesting Excellence. So let's activate your genius, maximize your growth and embrace change. I support you to play around with all things business, personal transformation and making serious waves online. I'm your energetic powerhouse and host, Laura Kessner, and together we are manifesting excellence. I hope you have your wine or glass of water or, I don't know, maybe your morning coffee ready because it's getting kind of cozy today with me and Louise is in the house again and she is <laughs> she's surprising me today with some spicy questions about the coaching industry so I have not really a clue what she prepared for today but as you can see off in the title that it's going to be interesting so hello and welcome to yet another episode with Louisa and me Hello everyone. I kind of wanna want to get you into the mood of where we are at right now. Um, before recording this, we already had a long talk dating each other up even though we only haven't seen each other for I don't know eight hours. <laughs> a lot happened in those eight hours. Um, we had some wine yesterday so we're not hungover. But it's a little bit the mood of being hungover. True. Um, so this is what you're diving into today. If you're ready for this energy, I welcome you. <laughs> but we had a lot to celebrate yesterday. It was our official step into spring season of yes. business. And therefore, virtual hang life get togethers with you are always making me very proud and feeling special <laughs> and always feeling tipsy we don't even have to drink for feeling tipsy together <laughs> um yes so as you already heard i prepared some questions regarding the coaching industry and to me this is a very interesting topic because i am not from the coaching industry and to be honest i find it all very strange <laughs> I feel like an outsider looking at, I don't know, a glass bowl full of craziness. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the coaching industry as well. So many perks, um, so many great things about it. But it's still very weird to see if you don't have any connection towards it whatsoever. And I didn't have that until I met Laura. <laughs> so... Yes, um, maybe some of you are out there who are fairly new to this industry as well. Maybe you have the same questions that I have. <laughs> and e What is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this your first question? <laughs> <laughs> What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> the big awakening in your life, I would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty, I think I'll just dive in right away. With my first question, and that would be, Laura, what is it that pulled you into the coaching industry? What did you want to make you want to, uh, you know what I mean, be a coach? <laughs> This story is kind of a little bit personal and... Before I share this story, every time that I share it, I say it's a story of hope. 
It's a story of transformation and it's a story of hope, just to frame it uh, to the beginning. So um, starting into being self-employed, I didn't have a clue that there are coaches out there on the market. For me, a coach was someone who trains a football team or soccer, mm-hmm. kind of like, yes, I know that I can have a fitness trainer in my life, but actually for my life, a trainer um, didn't know that this existed. Um, so therefore, the term business coach, life coach, it didn't occur to me back then. Um, I started this whole entrepreneurship journey when in 2015, just for clarity in here. And I started out as a social media manager doing Facebook and a lot of Instagram posts for other companies like uh, Sportcheck, if you know, um, in the German world, it's a big reseller, retailer for training and sportswear. Um, And also like a lot of pay TV, B2B stuff and B2C stuff. So therefore, Um, I started out doing all my social media manager stuff and um, it was hell of a work, hell of a hustle. And I felt kind of free because I did my own money and I could fully live on my own terms and work with the clients that were not in this nine to five little world. But it was like I had a bunch of clients and working with them, I was very honored because I learned so much but it was not where my passion was. And in the time that I worked my ass off, so to say, my father got very sick. And I am, I am, st- I'm still uh, very, very attached to my father. So I love him very dearly. And therefore he got diagnosed with cancer at the time, which got me thinking. Because I was like, oh my God, he's just 51. And he was kind of the person who was in hustle mode all his life long. He worked at a big, big car company in Germany. And he was like, you gotta have a good job, get paid well, and then you can have fun when you retire. Like he had fun in his daily life, but he had so many dreams that he postponed because he was like, I wait until I retire. I wait until I have the time because this big project that I'm working on right now is where my focus is. But he lived a lot out of alignment in his life, I would say. He was a very, I think he was also very joyful, happy in his life, but I think he didn't live to his full potential. And therefore I was so shocked because now life told all of us, he doesn't have the time to do all the things he desired because he maybe not get close to retirement. And unfortunately, he lost the battle to cancer. And I was, I was kind of always, almost all the time there to not only take care of him because I like I'm I'm not a nurse, <laughs> and he got very very sick until the end. Um, but to just have a lot of time with my father because we never knew like when, how much time do we have left. <clears throat> and from being diagnosed to losing the battle with cancer, we just had four months. And in those four months, I sat down. Yes, I did my work for all my social media manager clients and whatever. 
And I also, with every tiny piece of time that I had at the time, that I didn't put into being with my family or doing my job, I just thought about what do I want to do with my life? What, I, what do I want my legacy to look like? Because I don't know if I have the time to build my legacy in another 40 years. Like life should feel amazing now, here and then. Mm. And there's this Pinterest quote that tells you like the only thing we have is now. And I can fully say yes to this. And therefore, I sat down in my little flat in Munich on a weekend where I didn't was with my family. Um, and I was just searching, searching the internet. So I stumbled upon this business coaching word. I, I cannot even remember, but I remember sitting in front of my laptop and looking at the certification that was at the time nearly 9,000 euros. And I was like, if there is something that is so freaking expensive, it must be good, <laughs> like totally biased. <laughs> and then I read through the application and I was like, this job sounds so damn amazing. Like, I can help people transform their lives and have access to answers with just questions in hand. And just mm. you can cross out the just <laughs> with better questions and give them possibilities and outcomes and personal point of views that support them. And I was so attracted to this type of lifestyle where I was like, I can be that for people out there because what I did earlier before that everything happened with my father, I um, started a blog, just blogging about me being a freelancer and starting my own business, making my own money on my own terms um, because all this uh, boss babe was not so big at the time. But you found your first boss babe quotes in 2017 on Pinterest and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh my God, this is nice. There's a whole like movement around this woman empowerment kind of. And I was like, hey, I want to be part of it. Um, so this is this is actually the start. And this coaching certification changed my freaking life. And I was at the time not making that much money, working my ass off. And I was like, I commit to change that here and now today. And therefore, I can tell you that in every situation in your life, there's always the good. And you gotta need to focus on that. And the one thing that helped me go through that all was that I had a very loving family supported me my father supported me in just this whole thing and I supported him and also that for the first time ever I was like life can be in my own terms when everything around me falls apart the only thing that I have is me and I can hold myself in the storm and one thing for that was the coaching certification so this was the start <laughs> oh this really hit home for me <laughs> I love it. So it was really like a call. This certificate was a call reaching out to you saying this is it. Yes. So you kind of must have had a culture shock like me as well. Kind <laughs> of, yes. When you came into the industry. Mm -hmm. um, 
The uh, thing, so with Boss Babe, um, and there are multiple other beautiful um, companies out there that are doing kind of the same job, but um, also Girl Boss by Sofia Amoroso started mm -hmm. that, like, right. I think it blew up kind of at the time. And these were all kind of role models that I looked up to that time which was nice because this was actually I didn't have the knowledge or the advertisement around me about all these fake inauthentic like two Rolexes on one arm coaches out there mm. because I, I was so new to this industry that I didn't get sucked in by the bubble at first because I was just mm. I found this one side and I was like I like this I stay here I didn't have actually I was dealing with grief I was dealing with my coaching certification I didn't have the energy to just search for more I found a place yeah. where I felt safe where I felt seen and heard and I was like yes mm. and later on I I totally get the feeling that you're telling me right now because there are some insane things going on in this industry that's for sure yeah we'll get back to that later on I have a question oh. on that as well Ooh. Spicy. <laughs> um, you said that girl boss, boss babe, these were your first um, people you looked up to. Is there anyone that you look up to right now that you that really lights a fire for you? Yeah, so there's one guy that will always be dear to my heart and it, it is called Tony Robbins. I cannot just... Not, If not. You know Laura. <laughs> I cannot you not know Tony Robbins. <laughs> I cannot not say his name in this instance. Um, it was actually the Netflix documentary around him. I am not your guru is one thing that I watch every year. Kind of like someone else <laughs> looks like dinner for one, watches dinner for one around like New Year's Eve. I'm like, okay, it's time for Tony Robbins again. <laughs> Um, so this is, this is a person that I admire so, so much and everyone, I think every person that I look up to has, all these people have something in common. I admire people who are so ready to commit and to go all in while also just making sure that life's works in every situation, in every second for them. I love people and I admire them who whatever life throws at them, they're, t they're just telling themselves and the world, okay, what can I learn from this? What is my lesson in this? And how can I actually thrive on this transformation and this transition that universe is testing me with right now? So everyone, mm -hmm. yes, you can cry. You can be very mad or angry. And you should be, yes. you should live all those emotions. Leave them out, sister, <laughs> <laughs> let it out. Um, and then come back to their sense of self and not give up. These are all the people that I admire and that I look up to, because this can be I don't know, the homeless man on the street. It can be the freaking badass CEO. And it can be a mother figure, whatever. But I 
am a person who actively chooses to learn from everyone that I really have contact with. Mm. So therefore, um, the people that I look up to chose to thrive on every transition that comes to their life. Yeah. This learning aspect that you just mentioned is actually something that I really admire about you. Because you, I mean, at the moment you listen to a lot of um, podcasts, or not even podcasts, um, audio books as well. And you even say you learn things from me. Yeah. <laughs> you learn things from anyone and everyone. And I think that's that's really cool because you can learn from anyone and everyone and any situation that you step into. So. And that doesn't mean that you had a, have to admire all the people like I admire you <laughs> all <laughs> around you. Oh, But sometimes <laughs> you can choose to look at a person and say, and I learned from you how to not do the things, which is also fine. Yeah. So when it comes to the question, who do I look up to? These are the people that are very living up to their own integrity and are just having fun in their lives and are not taking everything so personal and serious who can just laugh mm -hmm. at their own ego when they see that the ego is very big and very bold sometimes and then they're they're like i see it and i know that's my ego speaking right now and let's have a good laugh together at it shall we yeah because the ego will always be alive and well yes <laughs> Okay, so we're getting progressively spicier. <laughs> do, Tell me first. Do you have like what? a spicy scale today? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Do you know the show Hot Ones on YouTube? Oh, yes. I don't want to make. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, so what do you love about the coaching industry? I love that it enables so many people to actually step into their fullest potential and be enabled to actually see it and lift the curtain and the fogginess and give clarity to the people and actually give them the energy to help themselves. So this is something that I actually admire a lot because when you are working with a very excellent coach, this person helps you to help yourself so after you are done working with them or in the middle or whatever you are learning a skill set that you cannot right now with the systems that we have right now learn in school for example or in a university sometimes if you have a good one <laughs> um, <clears throat> but therefore you are prepared to actually understand yourself better and as I said thrive on life and therefore this is something that I love because when we all take our job very seriously as a client and a coach this is cheesy but we can make the world a better place okay <laughs> it's cheesy but it's true it's cheesy but it's true and I think therefore also the healing part is very interesting in my eyes not only doing the work or receiving the love but heal wounds that have been placed upon you for years and years and years and actually see the people when 
This is the best gift ever. When you sit in front of a person who has a breakthrough moment in this situation and you are part of that and you are watching and you're a witness of that, that really gives me goosebumps. And therefore I just love it. Whether I'm just, um, so for example, I don't even have to be the coach in this situation. But mm-hmm. and when I think back to my coaching certification program, where we just learned all the stuff and we had installments, it's a coaching method where the coach and the client work together and the client chooses other people to be a representative for some of your emotions, for example, or people of a situation that they're talking about. And when you are just being part of that and you see somebody opening up and therefore reaching their highest self and stepping into that in that moment, being a witness of that is just magnificent to me. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Laura is not my coach. Well, in a sense, kind of, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we are each other's coaches. I'm never not coaching. <laughs> yeah, true that. Um, but I had a moment where I set very straight boundaries for the first time directly in the situation because I can set boundaries if I think about it, but this was very immediate and it was a big step for me. And um, I realized why being on a call with Laura... <laughs> that I just set boundaries and how it made me feel. (laughs) And Laura took screenshots (laughs) of my face. And I still have those screenshots saved because they actually mean a lot to me. So thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I remember your little face. At first, I was a little embarrassed because I was like, this was such a vulnerable moment. And I was just secretly making the screenshots but afterwards we were both happy and they're not on the internet so you can choose to share them with the world i actually posted on instagram (laughs) (laughs) i did post it on my private instagram but um no but this is exactly what you just described Uh, i could just feel that taking those screenshots screenshots was not an invasion of privacy but it was because you were so happy to be part of this moment and to see me thrive in setting boundaries so i was in awe with you in that moment very very particularly yeah um okay let's get to the next question laura and that would be oh wait let me add something um what i love about the coaching industry because there's one thing that i really love it's also a love hate thing (laughs) so it's also not a great thing about the coaching industry but i like that you that anyone can have a chance in this industry. So, of course, we're coming to the downsides of this later, but I love that anyone can be a coach and spread their wisdom with the people. Because there are a lot of people who maybe cannot afford to go to fancy universities or maybe cannot afford to do a certificate, but they are still very good in what they do and they are good in researching on their own. And they have a chance to build an audience and to find clients. And I think that's great. But (laughs) (laughs) this could also be a downside. But let me hear your downsides. What do you hate about the coaching industry? Hate is such a strong word. It is, but I do (laughs) want strong words in here. (laughs) I want the spiciness. So the things that I see going down in the industry or on the market and also the things that I really want to change 
with my participation in it is that yes, everyone can be a coach, but unfortunately there are a lot of people starting out and not really working on themselves then anymore. Um, so meaning they are not taking full responsibility in the transformation that they hold also for their clients. And they're just leaning back <clears throat> kind of and like, okay, I have these three things that I learned right now and then they're not going further. So they're in this kind of like fixed mindset. Um, I am a big advocate for certification programs. And yes, I know there are a lot of out there. There are good ones and there are ones where you maybe think twice if you want to join it. But the thing that I like about certifications and people who coach coaches is that you're dealing with a lot of responsibility and you can trigger and activate stuff in people's life. So therefore you have the freaking responsibility to know your job. And therefore, it is so important. It is so freaking important that you take this job seriously because we're working with people in here. We're not putting stamps on a letter every day doing the same thing. And I think also being in this tree, being in this industry for years now, it can happen that also as a coach, when you're doing excellent work and that you're doing excellent work, that you're kind of fixed and foggy, even if you had a even if you have a certification in your back. So please, please, please refresh your knowledge, learn new stuff and not be the damn doctor who does the same method since 20 years. And yes, he's so good with it, but maybe in the meantime, our society learned new stuff and you're on this old level kind of way. So never stop learning. Please, please, please. Yes. This is the first thing that I would add. And also what I don't want to see out there anymore is Yes, it's amazing when I see that coaches come up from every place in the world and then they do in the first round like, hey, maybe I have some test clients and I do my stuff and then they actually know the worth of their work and put the price tag on it and then raise the price and raise the price and raise the price without actually raising the quality of their work. So this is also comes yeah. in hand with never, never not learning kind of, mm -hmm. or they're delivering worse because they're like, Hey, when this works, I can just lay back and be very lazy on the reputation that I have. Yeah. If you yeah. do that, your reputation will fall down and decrease. And I am very certain of that. So yes, we do not want to be the hustle and the, we don't want to be actually the coach who is just chasing after their clients every day, texting, messaging them and not having any own loving boundaries. We don't want to be that coach either, but we want to do what's best for the client 
And this is also so important that you're having a business mindset in hand and not the freaking income mindset. So the difference is income mindset. I take on every client because I need to pay my bills and I need to pay my team. Business mindset is, is this actually a perfect fit for the both of us? Do I think that I am the best coach to support you on this issue with, or am I not? Mm. And therefore, just don't get the rush with the numbers and when the first money comes in a lot of people just get the dollar signs in their eyes and like okay okay now that this works <laughs> let's get a little inauthentic and this is something that i very very much not support yeah yeah that's one thing about this industry that is the most i I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the whole numbers game. I don't know what it is about this industry that gives people the feeling that they can charge like any price <laughs> and it goes higher and higher and higher. And you know, I'm a big advocate for you <laughs> raising the prices because I know the value, but there are also coaches out there who don't just don't have the value in their program and they go higher and higher with their prices and then they get comfortable. And to me, That's so strange because I would say the more maybe I just maybe I just don't have this coach mindset. I don't know. But if somebody would pay me that much money, the opposite would happen. I wouldn't get more comfortable. I would get more. Okay, I really want to deliver like you put so much into this. I really want to give back. So I really don't get where this getting comfortable of being rich <laughs> really comes from. So weird to me. Yes. Yes. And I don't even know that also. I think I don't want to put stories on, on people that I don't know. The only thing that I can think of is really like this rush of the success and the money. And it's so kind of easy because the strategy behind all of that, how to build these income streams is actually easy. And once you understand this, you can rinse and repeat. And it's amazing. It can help multiple different thousands millions of people out there because when and this is something that i actually think that we need to be taught in school how to make our own freaking money because when we are making our own money we raise the standard of the whole society we raise the wealth so i don't get it why our whole society trims us in these nine to five and hopefully you get in this yeah. big company and blah 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 um so therefore once they see how easy it can be I think there are a lot of people out there who are just thinking like, hey, fake it until you make it. I mm. see what others are doing out there. I see what they... Versprechen? Um, promise? Uh, promise? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see what they promise, so I will just copy that and see if it works. Mm. And for some, it works. And then, mm. But they didn't have actually... So for example, I'm a business coach. I help people to build their six-figure business. I did it my own. There are a lot of things that I can teach you around this. And I'm prepared for so many worst case scenarios because I've been through them. And I would rather work with someone who actually got the result that they promise for you to get than to work with someone who just read some books, 
watched some online courses from other coaches and then say, hey, I can do it too, but never actually build a six-figure business in this mm. example right now. So therefore, please, as a client, it is your responsibility to actually talk to the people you want to work with and also research a little about them. Like, is this actually true what they tell you out there? Because some people, and this goes to every industry, there are just some souls out there who are like, yeah, I didn't do that actually. Like it's, it's a different thing. It's a different story when you did that with clients, when you had like not a business by yourself, for example, but you've worked in a business where you actually did the job <laughs> and then now you're starting out, but you have this experience from this other job. This is a totally different mm. story. Long story short, just um, the fake it until you make it thing, but it goes to every industry out there. It's just nonsense to me. Yeah, it goes to every industry out there for sure. Fake it till you make it is a great thing if you're talking about you kind of want to level up your self-confidence or something. It is not something great if you are pulling other people into it. Like you're dealing with other people's emotional... Um, yeah emotionalism <laughs> emotions <laughs> that's not a word oh emotions <laughs> can be that easy <laughs> emotions and with a livelihood um probably as well so don't fake it until you make it please one last thing that i like to add to this is we are in the industry of personal development empowerment transformation so one thing I live by, and I'm actually implementing it even more and more and more in the past weeks, is I discuss solutions, ideas, and systems, methods, but I don't discuss people. Yes. And I don't get, maybe it's the ego thing, but I don't get why in an industry where on our house, on the outside of our houses, businesses, we write women empowerment, sisterhood, humanity on the doors and backwards, it's just not always the case. And this is also something that I just don't get. Yes, this is an ego thing. Yes. I cannot be very free when I show the finger to someone three are showing to myself. So I'm not actually the white goddess in here also. But one thing I can do is to choose now, here and now today, what I discuss are ideas, solutions and formulas and whatever. And therefore this is my part, but I am open to let my ego outside of my business when it actually comes to working with humans. So yes, I'm not free of doing that in the past, but what I can really control is how I go from now on to the future. And this is something that's very dear to my heart also. Yeah, and so important. Couldn't have said it better. Um, so yeah, one big thing for me is, but. I don't, that's not only a coaching thing. I think that's just a social media thing because coaching works so much through social media now, a days, <laughs> um, is the authenticity part and 
actually practicing what you preach yes and i think it's a difference when you talk about like hey this behavior is something that i don't deal with anymore that i don't get or where i'm just like for example what is also out there not only in our industry but also in others is that there are a lot of copycats out there who are like i saw this it works so i'm just gonna buy it put a new design on it and just resell it which is just right. not yeah. cool and therefore you can be very hurt by that and you can say i hate this behavior and i don't support it but i'm not a person who is like i hate this person so for example also like this is just going a little bit off the rails but when i have a look at other toxic relationships that i had in the past in my life i was coming to a point where i was like i don't hate this person i just don't get why they hurt others so much so this who hurt like you? <laughs> is my question to those people who hurt you who hurt you hurt people hurt people yeah but i saw a TikTok actually that said healed people heal people And this is also Ooh. so true for me. So therefore, mm. it's not only the bad side of life. Yeah. But we're off the words now. Coming back. <laughs> okay, kind of trying to get this back in. <laughs> All right. Maybe uh, a continuous question to the what do you hate? Mm. We already said there's some bullshit out there in the coaching industry. Not everything. We mostly see... Like great people who do great things. A lot of people that I think are so cool and doing really great things for all the people they work with. But there's also this, I don't know, it's like a flood to me. I don't know why <laughs> I haven't seen it before. Um, this wave of bullshit, I'm saying it in quotes, bullshit coaches that are just like, right before your youtube video they have an ad and they are wearing s i or you already said it's so many expensive watches and maybe they're standing in front of a pretty car and they're telling you to make two weeks and twenty thousand euro or dollar or whatever um how do you feel about that <laughs> because i'm asking when i relate back to my career career also in quotes <laughs> in the tv industry I was already always very offended when somebody said something about a uh, negative about the t trash TV world because I knew how much good stuff there was out there as well and how much great work. So I was very offended. It must feel the same for you as well. I'm not offended when I see those advertisements. I'm like, we are all responsible to make a choice here to click on that ad, work with that person or not. So. It's kind of like Adam and Eve and the devil. Like you had the choice to bite from that apple. Like girl. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yes. I know that there are a lot of people out there who are like so believing in the good and they're maybe a little naive out there with their like, and when I say naive, I mean that they don't have an idea because they have not a lot of information about the industry and they're just so new to this world that they believe everything that they see so therefore yes those people need support but i don't support the people with just telling them like don't watch the ads but more of the like educate yourself 
And therefore, I don't. I'm not offended by those advertisements. I'm offended by my friends or friend of friends who are like, oh, Laura, have you seen this ad? This is your job. This is what you do. And I'm like, the fuck no. <laughs> what? What? Oh what? God. You like? Mm -hmm. I had a lot of friend of friends who were like, oh, Laura's the coach now. Yeah, I know coaches. Like, look at him. And then they showed you this picture. And then my ego was like, oh, how can you? And they tried. Like they did it to tease me, but I think yeah. they did it also because they had no other kind of role model in the market because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still offended when people don't know Tony Robbins. I'm like, how, how dare you? How can you, you know, Brené Brown? So like, what, what is going on in your life? Where do you live? <laughs> so, so therefore, <laughs> but uh, I, I am the first telling you, like, we can watch the documentary together. <laughs> One of my first tasks, actually. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> when I started with working with Laura, it was, <laughs> on, the it, yeah, it was on the uh, Asana board. So <laughs> it was. It was really important as well. I get it. Like it's it's great that you made me watch it. <laughs> so therefore, I'm offended by people who just think this is the only truth out there, and then just mirroring it back to me, like this is what you do, and then I have to mm. educate them because I feel pressure to educate them. I don't have to. I know this. But in that moment, my ego is like, <gasps> I got you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I got you back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even I feel offended now. So I get it. <laughs> um, so we've talked a lot about the downsides of this industry. But I know that you have a very admirable point of view on things that are not going the way you want them to go. And that is that you, if you don't like a running system, change it. Or something like this. You can say it in better words than I can. But what is it that you want to change? All the things that I just talked about. <laughs> like the Apple <laughs> Just <laughs> rewind. <laughs> um, When it comes to the baseline, the foundational work that I do, I just want to remember, remind, remind is the word that I was searching for. I want to remind people about the responsibility that they hold and also remind them of what is their job and what is not their job. Because this line is so thin sometimes that you can forget what's your job and what's not so therefore this is why we did excel the workshop for example back in august where i was like if you want to be a transformational coach and do excellent work and guide your clients to their fullest potential this is what you can do and in my world when you are in here it's never just one way to do it because I want to give people options to choose from my biggest job on this planet is to enable people to make their own confident decisions and not to tell them what's right and what's wrong so therefore yes I'm also biased like don't kill people please but when it comes to you thriving and building your own excellence I think I'm doing a very decent and very good job out there And it is so dear to my heart that with 
what I do, I also offer a lot of healing in this industry. Like there are people who actually, where you can just receive a lot of structure, receive a lot of guidance and wisdom and transformation that is waiting for you out there. The only thing that you got to do is to commit to yourself and go all in and actually also do the work. It's not only about receiving, it's about showing up for you and yourself only. This doesn't mean that you don't like, this doesn't mean that you need to be a lone wolf out there because it's not, it's about the connections that you make and the blueprint kind of that you leave on this planet. So therefore we had that quote on Instagram the other day that I came up with (laughs) that you just mastered. Um, When you are having success in your business and you are actually recognized as an expert and what you do, people are gonna watch and they're gonna judge you. It comes natural to them. It's not a thing that they do on purpose or it's not something that's a failure or fault or flaw in our personality. It's actually our brain working for us and telling you like, hey, this is the way to go. This is not like, it's your brain just analyzing. And therefore, when that happens, I want to be judged by my own actions and I want to be judged for myself. And therefore, just get rid of the copying, get rid of the laying back lazy as deliverment and quality and never not learn to be a better human. And it, with that, I mean just 10% better than yesterday. It doesn't have to be like, you, you, don't, you don't have to be Jesus out there. Like literally, I'm not. I'm also loving the drama. What can I tell you? I'm a Gemini. What can I tell you? <laughs> but therefore, <laughs> yeah, just do a damn good job. Wow. Perfect. The perfect ending um, to this little talk about the coaching industry. Laura, anything you want to say, add, ask, wish. Make a wish. I'm your genie in a bottle. (laughs) Oh. Where's our whirlpool of realizations, please? I want to just sit with you in a whirlpool right now. Can you make that happen? Thank you. (laughs) I wish I could. I really wish I could. If you're curious about stepping even further into my world and you're activated by all of that and you want to look behind the curtains, we have multiple different playful access points for you. So just have a look at the show notes down below. Have a look at our programs and services that we have right now. I would be honored if you would just send me your thoughts. The dear listener, I talk to you (laughs) Um, on this episode because it was spicy. And therefore, I am open to discuss everything that pops up on Instagram and the DMs. And that's it, kind. Do you have anything else? Nope. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>